Okay, we're going to cut out all of this. <laughs> okay, time to restart recording. the recording. Yes, yeah, it is. It's recording. Okay, remember you the first... You turn off your car lights. Or the car. You can turn off the car. Tyler, no. you get cold. You have a jacket. Yeah, I'm still cold. I get really cold. You should turn cold. off your car lights, I get really though. cold really easily. Turn off your car lights. These Blinding humans. Off. Is this how you look? They're off. I'll match oh. the roof. Let's start. Um, hello everyone. Welcome back to Take Two. Hi. My name is Kimberly. My name is Emma. Introduce your Well, you gotta say starring like guests. <laughs> no, just starring two guests. <sighs> Introduce yourselves. Tristan. And Tyler. Woo! They're so, so excited to be Returning. here. Returning for their second episode in season three. Season three? Yeah. Yeah, because this is the third year. Twenty uh, we started in twenty twenty, now it's twenty twenty wait, no, twenty twenty one. Season two? Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Well if you start in twenty twenty one, that'd be one. Last okay. year was two. Okay, so yeah, I knew it. It's but... season three. Okay. They're finally back. Well, I guess let's do a little life update. Um uh, I guess I'll start. Mm-hmm. I am Kim, by the way. Um, I am back for spring break. Well, I'm back for spring break in Wichita. Yes, that's so that epic. <laughs> Emma, um, nothing much has happened since the last episode. Oh yeah, I guess for you, for us, we have more updates than you two. I bought an iPad. <gasps> and you then did it. I did, and then I cried about it after because I regretted Which it. Which one? In air, the fifth generation. Which color? I got it in starlight, so it's like the. Is that the white? Oh, it's like the, the goldish. Gold. Ooh, one. that's cute. Mm-hmm. Why do you regret it? It was a lot of money, Aww. and I was like, I should have saved that for like an emergency. And then I had to get new glasses right after that, and I was like, Are these new? No, They're they so haven't cute. come in yet. Mm-hmm. I know. That's then exciting. I was like, I should just got new lenses in these. <laughs> the next day, I got a compliment on these, and I was like, oh, What a mistake! Hey, it's okay. Just that means you have, and right. you have two things new in life. Yep, that's about yeah. it. Tristan, yeah. um, when was the last time I was on? What, like two years ago? We were in college yeah. last time. Yeah. So yeah, I graduated college. So now I'm working full time mm. in the corporate world. You can talk a little bit louder if you want. Okay. Be like, excited, Tristan. <laughs> About what? Just working? Making money. Graduating. Yeah. I graduated almost a year ago. So now I'm just working full time. I get to work from home most days. Wow. Wait, what did you graduate with? Aerospace engineering. And what do you do now? Aerospace engineering. Wow. Um, <laughs> it worked out for you. Isn't that the dream? That's all I can hope for. <laughs> Tyler? Are you a bum? Or uh, what do you do? Tyler, unfortunately, did not survive COVID. He passed away. Yes. <laughs> that is his life update. That is a sensitive topic. That <laughs> Should I cut that who, who, are you, who is your listeners if that's a sensitive topic? People who died from surrogate. COVID. I know people whose parents died from COVID. You know. Maybe they'll listen to this. There's a wind advisory. Oh, good thing that's not here. Why do you it, it, have that from McPherson? It, it didn't show all the counties. It would show it is oh. in this county if that pops up. Dang. Tyler, continue. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I survived COVID. Woo! I graduated. I'm also working in the corporate world. Two claps mm. for that. And <laughs> most exciting thing in my life is I have a dog. Oh, You have a dog? I what do kind of dog? Mixed breed. What's his uh, name? Name is Barney. Like the dinosaur. Like the dinosaur. <laughs> what what inspired you to choose Barney? Um, Nothing. A dog or just him specifically? No, the, the name. name. The name? He didn't. That's what the Kansas Humane Society gave, and oh. I like it. Then, yeah, Aww. what made you pick him from the Humane Society? Uh, well, I was, I was going to get a dog. I didn't care really which dog I got. I just... <sighs> And you decided to adopt one. Yeah, I decided it's to adopt beautiful. one. Adopt, don't shop. Yes. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Tyler and Tristan, for that beautiful intro. <laughs> beautiful. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Well, today's topic is, is... depression. Yes. Oh, are we really doing this? <laughs> yeah. That's what you said you wanted to talk about. Jokingly. Yeah. No, I don't think it was a joke. I think deep down. We all have depression in some sort of way, you know. Eh, Something affected it. I feel like a lot of college students, ex-college students, 
got depression because of school, work, COVID. or just like, yeah, COVID especially. <laughs> that, that can be a thing too, yes. <laughs> so what made you guys pick this topic? <laughs> I, I just, I said why. I said I thought it was a joke. And you went with it. You said you wanted a deep intellectual conversation. Yeah. And Legos didn't cut it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Tristan has, like, Legos tattooed all over him. <laughs> Can you imagine if he had Lego pieces all down his arms? He didn't deny it! What's funny is, I'm the one not laughing, but I'm also not the one depressed. Because I do what makes me happy. That's great. Like buying myself Legos. Buying myself Legos. I buy myself Legos. That sounds like a 12 year old kid. Oh no. How do you know we don't do what makes us happy? Are you happy? Yeah. I watch BTS videos all day, every day. There that you go. makes me happy. I watched a live stream this morning. My whole morning is great. Wow. Yeah. And I just while got you Boba. Worked? No, like while I was getting ready and driving to work. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We you just watch YouTube that. while you're working or driving? It was K-pop? BTS. Is that yes. K-pop? Yeah. Behind the scenes? No, it's Korean words. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. We don't need to talk about it. I'm already feeling the judgment. Tyler, what do you do that makes you happy? Anything? Mm. Anything? <laughs> Barney. Barney. Workout. Workout. Does that make you happy? Makes me happy. I enjoy it. Well, we weren't asking you. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I think the important thing is just to have a routine and stick with it. Oh, I agree no. with that. I love routines. I don't think they're going to hear your snaps. They you will. snap louder. I think routines help a lot with mental health. I think that's why you can become depressed after you graduate if you don't have a routine and you mm-hmm. lose your... If you don't go, like, straight into a um, job. That's fair. Do you make your bed, like, every morning? Well, yeah. And I have, like, a whole morning routine and a night routine well yeah so you, you have routines and if i have a day off i fill it with lots of activities or at least like a couple otherwise it'll not be a good day mm. yeah that's true because with school you go to class every day at the same time and then you go home and study or you have work kind of like with actual job like that tristan and tyler have Woo. you go to work every day at the same time same place and then you can enjoy your day afterwards. Do you think that gets too mundane, though? Uh, sometimes. Like, if I'm doing the same exact, like, task for, like, three weeks straight, I'll get mm-hmm. tired of it. But if I get to do different things while I work, it helps. Makes it more exciting. Do you ever wish you had a crazy job where people would, like, come in and yell at you for different things and you would never know, like, if you're going to cry that day or not? Like, no. Did that spice up your life a little bit more? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I work... Become a bartender! <laughs> I, from personal I worked <laughs> yeah. customer service Maybe. before and I didn't like it when I worked at Yingling at the airport. Awful. Yeah, because those were, like, all the rich people with their own planes came in. And, so. That well, sounds fun, though. You did pick that job, so that's on you. Mm. Well, it was in my field of work, but I only did it for like three months. Only was that the longest? Oh no, you worked at the mall. <laughs> I was like, what did you do at the mall service for three months? No, I worked at. Well, Yingling was at the airport. That was like a summer job, but I worked at Legends back in Kansas City Mall, mm-hmm. working American Eagle. But I didn't really interface with that customers. <laughs> Like the way he dresses. I the only thing I now wear from American Eagle is like jeans. That's awesome. That's awesome. But it was nice because when I worked there, you got like sixty percent off discounts. So besides old work, what do you do exactly right now as an aerospace engineer? Um, my job's more on the electrical side, but still deals with planes. So I kind of look at wiring diagrams or create them or look at a 3D model on the computer of a plane and figure out where wiring goes. Mm. Or if people have trouble installing them, I help them fix in a previous drawing or I do certification paperwork. Paperwork? Does that get pretty mundane then? Yeah, I mean, most engineering isn't designing. You're mainly just filling out 
FAA compliance showing that whatever plane you're working on won't fall out of the sky. If a plane you're working on does fall out of the sky, are you responsible for it? No. Oh. Are there people that kind of like do security checkpoints like after you Yeah, there's every document you work on will have to get reviewed by several people in several stages. Do you not like shows where um, the whole plot is like a plane crashes and people are stranded in the wilderness? Does that like stress you out? Because that's like a big... No? You don't care about that? I I enjoy flying. I don't care about crashing. That's more of the user error. Like the pilot? This car's been trying to park for like three or four minutes. I feel like that would literally be me. But it's a really big spot. Tyler, so I guess your job is a little different from Tristan's, right? What exactly do you do? (laughs) Top secret. (laughs) Wow, you hear that plane? Oh my gosh, speak of the devil. (laughs) If we can hear those planes, then that mic is going to pick up a lot. I don't care. They're still trying. Honestly, it's kind of like, like, why don't they just park somewhere else? Yeah. And their car's pretty small. No, the first time they pulled in would have been fine. They just mm. kept... It's a really big spot. So, Tyler, what do you do? You sit in a desk all day? I sit at a desk all day. That's all mm. I can say. That's all you can say? Mm-hmm. What, what do you do in a desk? He kills people for a living. Damn. Assassin. Oh! For the government? Yes. <laughs> he's lying y'all he just doesn't want to talk about his well, he job can't, no he can't legally oh, can I make up a job description for you uh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you're the government will listen to this podcast <laughs> okay um, yeah. I'll report it don't worry send, okay. send it in an email <laughs> you might want to listen to this time stamp so, I guess for you guys, since you have big boy jobs, how do you compare school and then transitioning into your workforce? Like, how um, how is that for you? I mean, like, you said with school you have more of a schedule, but I feel like you had more freedom. Because, like, you every week class. was still a little bit different. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. went to class every day. But, like, what I did in the afternoons and evenings was different. And, like, yeah, sometimes you might not have class. But I was like, work, it's f- five days a week. 40 hours a week, every week, and maybe the occasional holiday every other month. I guess the pro to that is you get paid. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, there's benefits, but school, like, I just, I miss having just, like, it wasn't the same every single day. Like, mm-hmm. a little oh, because you were freedom. also, like, learning new topics yeah. in your classes. And, and I could started, like, drink on a Thursday day. night until I couldn't walk. You could do that still. Uh, could, yeah. But he's responsible now because he's in a big boy job. When you think about the future and how you have to work this much for the rest of your life, does that stress you out? Because that no. stresses me out. Because, like, if, as long as I enjoy it, then I'm okay. And even if I don't, that's what hobbies are for. That's what after work. You don't really have a lot of time to do hobbies. I mean, you have, let's say you work 9 to 5. You have 5 till midnight to do whatever. Or 5 to 9. For some of us. <laughs> Well, I thought we were talking like corporate world. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, you still work eight hours, but that's, let's say then you sleep eight hours, you still have 12 hours, not 12, eight hours left. But don't you wish you had more than that? Well, sometimes, but then other days, like, if I don't go to the gym, then I'm kind of just like laying around me like I don't have anything to do. So like, if I keep myself busy, it's still fun. Like, time definitely goes by faster, but that's not a bad thing. Tyler, how was that transition for you from school to work? Uh, for me, it was easy. I think school was actually pretty, was pretty high intense, high stress. Talk into the mic. <laughs> for me. So transitioning from college to work was a lot easier in my opinion. Mm. So not as much stress. Uh, now obviously to Tristan's point I mean you have to put your 40 hours in every week but you get paid to do it and then you still have plenty of freedom especially when you are living alone yeah weekends become a lot more valuable yep no you don't have no family or anything no no commitments just on your own you get your own freedom so do you think you'll commit to a family 
pretty soon. <laughs> like, no, say say you met someone in like a couple months. Say you months. found a website where you could order one, mm. like from oh, Russia. No, 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 no. It takes off like two years of the dating life. I, it's I easy. think I think the cost of child child care is just way too high. That it's having a family is not sustainable. So ever? Oh, you don't have kids? Yeah, no, no. Kids. It is really expensive. Kids is off the table. Mm. We mm. never have kids. It's way too expensive. Do you think a them. potential girlfriend could change your mind with oh, that? Yeah. Well, I would argue, what are you doing in life that's so expensive that you're not saving up for a family? Like, what are you then saying is expensive? Because if you're not saving up for a family, what is the point of saving? Uh, for yourself. Retirement. But, so you're just so going to work until of, retirement? Yeah, then what are you... You're what's just, the point of life? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, if you take a nihilistic approach, there is no meaning to life. You just Period. live your yeah. time and... Then you, but then you fill it with doing fun things, which, yeah, yeah I mean, you can do on your own, but my argument is it's like you should try to leave a lasting effect on the world, whether that be through a family or through whatever work you can do. Mm. Yeah. Do you have, like, a purpose in life? No. Oh. <laughs> Why do you say that, Emma? Best COD player. No, that doesn't Did you count. say no? I said no. No. <laughs> Why no, Emma? I don't know. I mean, you don't have to. So, wasn't the whole Disney movie Soul just about the fact that you shouldn't always focus about having, like, trying to find purpose in life and that the purpose in life is just living? Like, wasn't that a big message with You soul? actually saw that movie? Yeah. Oh, well, I more them. so, like, living in the Pixar moment, but not, like, working so that you can have something in the future for yourself. Why not do it now? Why save it for later when there I mean, can see, be circumstances in between? Why save your money Me for an Me and Tyler live very differently. Like, I live much more in the moment and <laughs> spend my money more frivolously. But that's from... I get that from my family. I guess there are, like... There's reckless behavior, and then there's, like, saving yeah. behavior. Is there a happy medium between those two? Yeah, I mean, I still save. Not nearly probably as much as he does, but I, I still put money away and make sure, yeah, if, like, I lost my job, that I wouldn't be broke or something. But I still make sure I'm having fun now because, yeah, I do plan on having a family. And, yeah, like, it is expensive, so I know once that happens, I'm not going to be able to go and spend money on random shit. Why do you want to have a family? I don't know, I, I drink with my parents and it's pretty fun, so I figured you if I had... You kids so you can drink with them? Yeah. Couldn't like, you just drink with your friends? Yeah, but it's different. Like, my parents, like, yeah, they have friends, but, like, they watch me grow up and now, like, I'm an adult and I can do things with them, like... But what if your kid doesn't like you? Uh, then you <laughs> probably shouldn't raise a kid. Well, you mm. can't control, like, they might think totally differently than you do and rebel mm. against everything and then, like, that's a, that's not want to drink with you. 90% of kids turn out pretty similar to their parents, one way or really? another. Really? Where's that study at? Just 90%? Look at, that's just a look lot. at kids. They, like, they mimic how their parents are, whether or not they like to or not. I feel like most like my kids sister don't do that. Or, like... Either like disagree or like want to live differently than mm. their like parents. they like learn from their parents. They're like they, I will never do what they, they kind of do, but like my sister is very opposite. But I still see a lot of my parents way they she acts, same way they act with certain things or viewpoints are still very similar. Mm. Tyler, so mm-hmm. if you're not gonna have kids, mm-hmm. who is gonna take care of you when you're older? The nurses and the oh, old probably folks. the nurses. Yeah. And the old would you be okay. happy with that as your retirement? I uh, I wouldn't want to get that old if I need to be taken care of. There's no point in living at that point. Mm. Like I <laughs> like even my parents and like my I have like aunts and uncles like we had to go what for Christmas we went to see my grandpa who's in assisted living who can barely recognize who we are. You know walking out of there sucked but my uncle was like if I ever get that old he was like just leave me out in the middle of nowhere. Okay, well, he could say that now and then actually no, get I, that old and be like, actually, I changed my mind. It. I don't want to die. I do just want to, like, with wake my up grandpa, and watch movies. When we saw him, one moment of realization, he was like, I never thought I'd get this old to be here. How old is he? Upper 80s. That's not even that old. But to, like... Does he have a disease? Or like, dementia. 
Lane, like, can barely hear. He was like, I just never thought I'd be in this situation of assisted living. You can tell, like, yeah, he's alive, but is he enjoying what he's doing? Probably not. Mm. Like, yeah, he's lived a full life, but at that age... Do you think when it comes to that age, and if you have a disease similar to dementia, keeping them alive, could it be more beneficial for the younger people? Like, for his children, his grandchildren? What is it? Medicare and Social Security, that's what so much of that's spent on. And some countries are now doing where it's, you could, what, like, legal suicide, where people can choose that. And, I mean, from a sadistic point of view, it's better for people that if we didn't have to support people who either don't realize they're still around or maybe don't want to be. Emma, what are your thoughts on, I guess, just general concept depression? (laughs) In general? hmm Like, I don't know. Like, what? What What do you think about when someone says depression? Um, that they, like, don't feel anything. Actually, what I think, I uh, picture them in, like, a black void. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. where they're at right now. You view it as, like, isolated. Yeah. Because, like, people, I mean, we've seen happy people that are surrounded by people who can still be depressed. And they feel like that. Yeah. But I'm, I think it's also kind of just, it depends what caused it, too. Hmm. What are some factors? Well, definitely outside stress, work, school, relationships. Mm, I think mostly it's, like, already got to be in your brain, though. Because otherwise it's, like, just situational and it's, like, temporary. Mm. I guess. Well, but then that per person then depends. Because if you're, like, sad from school, I don't know if that would be, like, depression. I feel like that would just be, like, oh, man, I'm so stressed from school. Yeah. I mean, mine was brought on from the situation of a breakup that lasted probably, like, a year and a half. But, like, I knew immediately I was depressed, so I didn't wait. I just started fixing myself. Mm. I knew what steps I needed to take, and I took them. So I didn't, like, I knew it was there, but I didn't let it stop me from being who I was or failing in classes or not seeing people. But everyone fights it their own way. Hmm. Kim, you need to step it up. I haven't heard you talk. Well, I've been moderating. What's your your opinion (laughs) on this, Kim? Well, I think... Going into pharmacy school, we learned a lot about depression. Not just, like, medications about it, but, like, things that can cause depression as well. So, like, I think a big factor is just, like you said, Emma, like, situationals. It can lead into depression because it can make a big impact. Like, even if you think it's, like, a small thing, like, you failed school or, like, you failed a class. That can go into, like, oh, I'm failing life or, like, I'm failing my family. I'm making them happy. And then it goes into a whole bigger thing, and then it makes it harder to overcome. Like, think of, mm, I don't know, like, adding, think of an empty cup, and each time you stress out, you add in ten bubble balls. (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly it'll overflow and burst. And so then that bursting is similar to you just wanting to end it all, or... It just all kind of hits you at once. And then that's when you kind of think about, oh, reasons of why you don't want to live anymore. Or reasons why you just don't feel like yourself anymore. I think that's why medications can help with that. Because it activates those neurons in your brain. Like dopamine, serotonin. I don't know. It's just really interesting. Because some people will get prescribed those meds, but they don't want to take it. Because... They're too scared or they feel like they don't need it. I don't know, just different factors. It's really interesting. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. I see that metaphor in my head when I'm really stressed out. And then when the cup explodes, so do my tear ducts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When I get really stressed, I'll just start crying. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. what else can you do? How else are you going to let it out? I know, like, people exercise or go on a run. I just, most most things don't stress me out anymore. There's just, I don't see a reason to let it stress me out. 
That must be nice. Tyler, how do you let out your stress? If you get stressed. <laughs> I mean, like I alluded before to too, I was definitely stressed during college, but now I'm, I take a similar approach to Tristan where I don't really, I don't get stressed as much in general, but if I do get stressed, I usually just try to work out, hang out with Barney, do Video. something extracurricular just to keep my Barney, mind off of it. Go golf. Video game. Yeah, golfing, golfing with his Callaway clubs. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I failed classes in college, but I never stressed out because I was like, it'll work it itself out. Mm. Like, I never <sighs> doubted I'd ever get to the point where I wouldn't graduate. I, I knew, like, it's not going to be easy. And yeah, when I failed one, I was like, okay, this is going to happen. I'll just retake it next semester. No reason to freak yeah. out or stress. I wish my brain worked like that because I have never gotten lower than like a B plus, I think, in a class ever. And I'm just always worried that like nothing is going to work out. No, I mean, GPA doesn't matter once you're out of college unless yeah, you're trying to go to like Harvard or Ivy League schools for masters or something like that. Yeah. So there's no reason for me to stress over bad grades. As long as I got my diploma. Similar to what you said earlier, Tristan, about how, like, a motiva- motivational quote will keep you up, you know? Like, for me, in high school, I always told myself everything happens for a reason. But now, I don't tell my, myself that anymore. And I think it really helped when I did in high school oh, when I really? said that. Because oh. now I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Like, I'm very, <laughs> like, down on myself. Yeah. It's just hard. I mean, yeah, mine's more of it'll just work itself out. I don't think things happen for a reason. I mean, everything's just kind of been random. Would you say you're pretty optimistic? Yeah, or I mean, I just also just don't care whether it's optimistic optimistic or whatever the opposite of it is. Pessimistic? Yes, that word. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just life doesn't care what I feel, so why should I let that control what I do? The world's going to keep spinning either way, so there's no reason to worry about it. So I don't Let's want... go around. Who's Who thinks they're optimistic? Who thinks they're pessimistic? Emma? I think I'm pessimistic. Mm, I think I'm optimistic, but I've slowly turned pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan? Optimus Prime. Optim- oh, okay. Tyler? I think, in general, as a kid, as you're become an adolescent you have this optimistic mind then as you transition to adult adulthood and you have to take on the challenges of adult life you slowly transition to more of a pessimistic view mm. at least just kind of real of a, life a realist, hitting you hard realist <laughs> view yeah mm. so. that's a good point I think that definitely does happen because as a kid you don't know anything mm-hmm. but then as you grow you're pretty, up you're like you're pretty oh. innocent as a kid and then you... do you think as you get older you'll get more depressed no I'll just have more money to buy things that make me happy yeah but that's just using money as an outlet I'm still happy is it fake happiness yeah no I'm pretty happy when I'm building Legos or <laughs> playing video games that's also like can be an artificial like barrier though but what makes it artificial it's still what I find happy and it's still part of life what makes it artificial just because it's not with somebody else doesn't mean it's like yeah like I see what you're saying but artificial very much is like point of view like you could say that's artificial because you don't see how that could be fun for anyone but for me I enjoy and I don't care what other people think you know how people say, like, oh, volunteering is good for the heart, and then, like, buying material but, goods isn't? Do eh. you think that can be a factor, or, like... No, because volunteering just sounds like work to me. But it's there's working. different types of volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, some people, yeah, it's good to care about what other people think, but for me personally, I... Like, I've never needed people to volunteer for me, so from my point of view, I hardly ever volunteer for others. Because I just don't need to. I'll donate blood. That's probably all I'll do. Medical schools will be happy for that. (laughs) Uh, Do you get paid to donate blood? Yeah. You can. No, I've never really gotten paid to do it. 
That's always bothered me, though, that, like, you have to, vol- like, you have to volunteer or do community service or den- donate to a charity in order to look but, like you're a good person. Yeah, like, why should I care what versus, people... Versus, like, me, me working my job, putting in my hours during the week, that is me contributing. Yeah. I don't, don't think ask it's... more from me from that good when it's people who are like oh I'm gonna go volunteer and like post about it so everyone knows Mm. that I volunteer and think I'm a good person I think it's more like if you volunteer because that makes you happy like helping other people I think that was yeah I'm okay with that but I'm not okay with people looking down on people who choose not to volunteer or donate or things like like, that yeah how you guys react when I said that it's like you guys think it's weird that like I don't want to volunteer but why? What says I have to? Yeah, there's no obligation. Well, you don't have to. But like, it shouldn't shouldn't be a fine. There shouldn't be a line between good and bad for volunteering. Yeah, but you just said that you never had anyone volunteer for you, so you wouldn't do it for other people. But what if you did suddenly like like what if you were homeless and then you were like, oh man, I wish. Then it's my actions that got me there. This. Oh. Either I didn't plan well enough in my life to get there, or someone did something to me where I, mean, I got homeless. That goes back to Tristan's point about just cir- just yeah. circumstance or just randomness. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. it could also be in a situation where you volunteer your time with your friends or, like, you buy them a drink. That's similar to volunteering. You're doing something for someone else, but you're not expecting anything back. I do that to my friends all the time, yeah. Like, what, like, a week and a half ago I was at the bar and my friend Megan almost didn't go because she was like, well, I don't know if I can afford drinks. So I bought her, whatever, like, three drinks she needed that night. And no, I don't expect anything. I do that because it's, I, that amount of money is not going to break me. And if somebody else is, yeah, that worried, then yeah, I'll help them. But I'm not going to do that to every stranger I see. Well, it's still similar to volunteering. Yeah, which is, yeah, that's fine. But, like, doing that to strangers, like, I don't know how they got there. Well, technically, she could be a stranger. At first, she was a stranger. And then yeah, you but then she started to get to know her. So it's like going to volunteering. <laughs> you start to do it more routinely. You start seeing her more routinely. Then you become well, friends. I'd rather do that with my friends, people I know personally, than just go out. Well, how do you make a friend? You know them as strangers first. Yeah, you get introduced, usually by a different friend. Yeah, well, I can introduce you to volunteering at Botanica. But why would I want to do that? It's things that you're interested in. But what if I'm not interested? I'm not I'm not saying I want it. I'm just I'm arguing just against it to have the conversation. Okay. The devil's advocate. Like why should I Like if I get a bonus and I have $3,000 in taxes taken away, why should I then volunteer more of my time or money away from myself? When the government just volunteered to take that from me. Well, that's that really like hurt. a reward. That was a lot of money they took from me. Yeah, because like, <laughs> in my opinion, donations, charity, volunteering, and things like that, that is just compensating for people who chose to be selfish and greedy. Like you're essentially compensating for all those people out there who were greedy, uh, selfish, and like took advantage of those below themselves. So that means we have to compensate for that, which... I don't believe you should have to. Right? Yeah. That's just part of it. Well, that also goes into you having... What's the word? It starts with a P. Um, When you're, like, higher... Not higher, but you're giving more opportunities than another person. Privileged? Yes, privileged. Don't you think that plays a role, too, though? No, I very much... I never... Yeah, I know I grew up very privileged. But, like, I know there was also times when I went without. But because of that, I'm not going to choose to always give my money away when you see a homeless person it's not always because they're on drugs right no it could be also like the maybe the family breadwinner like the dad or something passed away i've seen and how are they supposed to find a job but why is that that's why they become homeless because you are given more opportunities than them how are they supposed to find more opportunities maybe it's just because you're privileged issue like, if I stopped by every person to help that I saw, then I'd be in their same situation. I'm not saying, like, everyone, but, like, there are a lot of people, especially I've seen here in town, where, like, they make almost as much money just begging on the side of the street than, like, somebody working at McDonald's. Because mm-hmm. I've... But how would you know that? Because you watch them walk into a car or have, like, a $50 jacket on. That could have been donated. <laughs> I feel like it's really easy to, like, 
like no 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 like easy to get in that situation without realizing it because I think a lot there was this homeless guy well there's lots of homeless people at Starbucks but there was this guy that was living in his car for a little bit in our parking lot and I was like that could be me because I'm like what if my mom died and then I like got fired from Starbucks it's so hard to find jobs right now like I would eventually run out of money and not be able to pay rent anywhere if I couldn't find a job and then I'd have to live out of my car and then it would be even harder to get a job but would you not have any other family that would help you well or friends I don't know well some people don't yeah some people like I do have a big extended family so I'm sure that someone would help me if that situation came up but lots of people don't have really big extended families that like could help them yeah yeah but like I'm a that point i mean everyone has inflection points in their life right and the world doesn't care about what you're dealing with at that time so you just have to go you have to get through it i mean you're not gonna just stop right i think that if i was i mean if you willingly choose to stop and give up then yeah like yeah if you got to that point yeah that's terrible but like yeah it's up to you then to okay i'm gonna still search for a job i'm still gonna try to make it better or do I just give up and live nowhere well it kind of reaches a point where you can't mentally take you know take it all in anymore that's why it leads into depression all that mental health issues and then how are you supposed to step back up if you have no one behind you but I think every person should have that if they don't have that strength in themselves why then they should just like die no but like (laughs) (laughs) why is it like should society expect others to always help you out or should it be every man for himself? I feel like this is like a capitalist United States mindset like oh pull yourself up from your bootstraps and like get yourself to the top of the food chain like what Whoa. would be wrong with having like a community or like no, I'm not having saying people that's that wrong. were like not super like that's that were wanting friends to are help for people. but like if I was Why depressed, I'm not gonna friends? I'm not gonna turn to my friend and say, "Hey, I'm depressed. Fix me." That's on myself to fix because it's not my friend that made me depressed. It's and it might not be myself that made me depressed, but I've never once turned to my friends and been like, "I'm not doing okay. I want you guys to fix me." I've always known it was always my problem to fix. Okay. And like I went to therapy, I, <laughs> I went to therapy. I tried it, and I was and they were like, "Yeah, you're doing everything right." And I was like, "Yeah, I know." I just want to make sure, like, if there's more, like, tell me what there is more to do. Like, I still reached out for help, but it wasn't, oh, I'm de- I want somebody else to fix me. But not everyone has that opportunity. Okay, speaking <laughs> from my own background, my own experience, and my own family, my dad came over on a boat. And he came on a 16-foot boat across all the way from Vietnam to the States. Okay. He does not have the same privilege as everyone else here. He doesn't have anyone when he came here. He had to be... He came with his sister. His brother died when they were on the boat. It was that dangerous. How is he supposed to find help? Like, he doesn't know anything. This is a whole new world to him. Okay. So, did he find a community or did he build himself up? He that definitely is? built himself up and he was sponsored. That's how he had help. He had help from other people. Okay. I'm not saying you can't help other people, but that's an outside issue. He came to a new place. He was escaping. He was escaping. He was going to okay. die if he stayed. And so he war. fixed it. He, he himself went and he knew what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he, there was nobody that pushed him to do that. He knew himself what he had to do to survive and to make sure he could have a family. Mm-hmm. Correct. And so what you just described to me was how strong your dad was on his own mentally to do that journey. Right, and I will say he is privileged that he had that mindset. Yes. What about the other people? Like that what, that don't the have that people mindset? People that didn't survive. I, it's terrible they didn't survive, but I'm not saying they were weak because they didn't survive. I mean, life just happens. Wouldn't like, you want someone to help you? Like you're helping other people now. Or the people who volunteer their time to help other are you, people. So you're asking if I want people to help me? What if you were in that situation? I've I've just... It's not even how I was raised. Just my mindset is like I'm... I've become very independent. When I was young, I wasn't like that. But now I'm like... 
I would rather try to solve my issues on my own. Mm-hmm. But that probably stems from my family because, as you said, your dad came over here. My dad was raised, him and his brother, by a single mom who had abusive ex-husbands and boyfriends mm-hmm. that were in and out. Now she's one of the biggest breadwinners of our family after working two or three jobs almost continuously for her entire life. So, yes, that was... She maybe needed help, but she never asked for help. She worked two jobs until this day. She's in her 70s, still works two jobs. Just so because she is that strong of a person. Mm-hmm. She doesn't ask for help. My family has just always been that way. Like, you can ask your, your family for help if you need it, but some issues you do solve on your own. Yeah. But that's not saying I'm wrong or you're wrong. I'm just saying that's my point of view on life. That's very valid. Tyler, you look like you're deep in thought. What are you He thinking? just wants to leave. <laughs> this is past his time. I'm tired. He's got to cook, so meal prep. I mean, my, my point of view is that you just need to be prepared to take everything online in life by yourself. Right? That's well, just my I think point of view. Kind of also how guys are raised, that's what society made us think we have to be strong enough for ourselves and then maybe a wife maybe somebody else and I'm not saying that you guys were trained to always be have somebody to like to support you I think that's also kind of just how a lot of guys mindsets intertwined with movies and society is you must be strong enough to support yourself or like whoever you're around to protect because I'm very much the protective type where if my, I have a friend that's in trouble, I'm not going to be like, oh, somebody should help them. It's, I'm going to solve that problem for them. And then I get in trouble, or like, if my friend Megan calls me to rant, I'm then trying to fix the issue, not just listen. I don't mean to do that, so that's just how I think. I guess for me, that's kind of what Peter did, too. He's like, always trying to fix the situation. Instead of just listening. When I just needed someone to listen. Well, yeah, guys are dumb with that. We just, we don't know. You just need somebody to listen. We're like, how do we fix this issue? We just kind of skip the step of listening. We just want to immediately solve. And that's how we view ourselves. If we can't solve the issue on our own, then it's, we shouldn't be worthy enough to have somebody else come in and step up to help. Okay, but then Cam, like, you tell us about needing to help each other. But if I have someone... And I'm listening to, and I offer to help, and then they refuse. That's it, then, right? I should not feel the re- re- repercussions of that choice by deciding to help and then them refusing because of that, right? Uh, yeah, you extend the olive branch and denied. What do you think, Emma? <laughs> yeah, I think if someone doesn't want your help, then you can't. You can't Make force them, it. But I think it's, I think for a majority of people, it it depends on the situation. I think in, like, extreme situations, it's very hard to ask for help, and then it would be, like, I don't know. You should offer it. Yeah. And, I mean, what I've been saying, I don't cover every situation. I just cover what I've experienced in life because that's all I know. I don't know what other people experience, so I can't speak on that, but... Would you say you're not very empathetic? I would very much disagree. To people I know, I'm very much empathetic. To people I don't know, I kind of just choose to not try to interfere with them. Isn't that sympathy, though? If oh, well, I guess. Like... But for me, it's like... For a stranger, I don't exist in their world, so they don't exist in mine. But to a close friend, that I very much care what goes on in their life, yeah, I'll try to help. Wow. <laughs> and I'm not saying like when I say I don't like don't exist in their world, not like in a mean way. Like you phys- like you walk by somebody in the mall, you see them for a brief second, and then you go to never experiencing them again in your world of life but that's also because you choose to like walk past them like they could be in your life if you talk to them i'm not saying you should but i'm just saying that's not like a fact no no, but it you walk 
by, drive by thousands of people a day and you don't remember a single one of them. And they don't remember you. So I stick to my life and my world of who I know and my friends and family. And I'm okay with that. I don't want to know everyone or know everyone's problem. I'd rather focus on the people I know to make their lives and my lives better. So, like, yeah, you said I don't volunteer, but I help my friends out more than anyone. So I guess it's more I choose who I help. I just don't help, or I don't not help. Hmm. That's interesting, yeah. Kim doesn't like that point of view. Huh? No, I'm just saying it's fun to hear. Well, fun. <laughs> it's it's yeah. interesting to hear different point of views on yeah. this topic. Hmm. Any final thoughts? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I hope KU loses the Big Twelve tournament. That's sad. They already lost the Big Twelve tournament. Oh, did they? Who they lose? Lost against Texas, I believe. You guys lost against Texas? Bro, I don't keep up. Oh. You need to go to a KU game. Even if you don't like basketball, they're just fun to experience at least like once. Yeah, I really want to. I think you guys have to pay for tickets. Good final thoughts, guys. (laughs) I was just, because, which shall you get free tickets when you're a student? I don't think KU does. That's because everyone in KU are a bunch of bitches. Emma, final thoughts? Um, Go Chiefs. They already won. But you can still cheer for them. Oh, I don't because care that much. Any fun future plans? Vacations? No. Life decisions? I don't have enough money for vacations. No. Is that, <laughs> is that depressing that you don't have any money? Yeah, a little bit. But do you like working at Starbucks? Not really. Oh. Because mm. I get yelled at and cry all the time. Yeah, that's not fun. I like getting free coffee. <laughs> yeah. How much do you think you've gotten in free coffee, like, monetarily? A lot. Because <laughs> I have a drink every day that I'm there, and it's like $5 because I use almond milk and add <laughs> an extra shot to my little tall latte. So I probably like a couple thousand dollars worth of coffee. And I get free food, so... Yeah. How's that Impossible Burger? The Impossible Breakfast Sandwich? Yeah. It's so good, and I eat it every single there day right? in there. Well, it just tastes like sausage, but with the sausage egg and cheddar, it's on, like, an English muffin, and it has, like, the thick yellow egg. I, it freaks me out. Mm. The Impossible is on, like, this really nice, like, bun, and it has, like, um, like more of egg whites, like, white and yellow, and then um. it has better cheese on it, too. My coworkers are always like, are you vegetarian? And I'm like, no, I just like the sandwich. <laughs> I'll have to try it. It's good. I like that and the turkey bacon sandwich. I guess. Okay, so to wrap it up, what are your future plans for the next three months? Ooh. What is it, March? Uh, I got a bunch of vacations planned in May with family and with Tyler. Tyler and me are going to go see one of his high school buddies that we play video games with. <laughs> um, that kind of covers it. I'll probably save the rest of my vacation because in, unfortunately in corporate life you have to build up time and then maybe do like a solo trip in the fall or winter somewhere. That's fun. Tyler? Uh, I have vacation. I'm going to go to... Dayton. Let me guess. No, he's got a Tristan? Different... No. <laughs> no, no I'm, go- I'm going on a road trip with my dad Aww. to Dayton, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's an Air Force Museum there that we want to go see. He doesn't get enough planes in his daily life. planes in my life. <laughs> and then, like Tristan said, we're going to St. Louis uh, to visit an old high school friend. I'm going to see what that archway is all about. Yeah. So, but other than that, it's just going to be work like normal. Work mm-hmm. and Barney. <laughs> Emma? Um... Wow. 
interesting. <laughs> Getting my hair done at the end of this month. Ooh. In April, it's my one year anniversary of liking BTS. <laughs> um, in June, it's my birthday. And that is. What are we doing for your birthday? Nothing. Downtown? And... No. <laughs> you can meet a guy. That's okay. Not even top golf on your birthday. I don't like golf. <laughs> I don't think that would be a fun birthday. Um, oh, Tyler's yeah. leaving. That's it. Kim, what about you? Oh, God, no, no. <laughs> um, me, I will be done with my second year of school. Two more after that. Oh, no clap yeah. for that. Um, and then I have rotations in Oklahoma for a month. You gotta go to, o- like, OKC or... Uh, Tulsa. Okay, at least it's like a city. I know. I'm <laughs> I pissed like, oh, that God. it's in Oklahoma, but I'm glad at least. So I you didn't know get to pick Tulsa that. Is. No. Oh wow. I chose all Lawrence, Casey, Wichita. They said fuck stuck you. With Oklahoma. Did you find out if they're providing you with housing? I, you have they to, haven't like, told me yet. Get an apartment for Oh, Oklahoma? that sucks. I'm gonna say a lot of people with missing teeth. Yeah, I get to pay Whoa. tuition to go work for free. It's really fun. But other than rotations, probably go on vacation. I don't know where yet. We'll see. And then back to school. So that's about it. Okay. That's so crazy. We'll reconvene. Yeah. Next year. <laughs> well, at this rate, it's what? Three Two years. years? Two years? Yeah, it depends time. on how well this episode does. Yeah. I'll just play it on repeat so what it looks like the, it gets all the views. Uh, how many? What? What's the episode that has the most views? Ours? Yeah. yeah. How many views? Um, 12. Or no, not, it's not, in, not it's views, but like listeners. The listeners, 20s or the 30s. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Isn't it's a lot. So First, considering we don't, like, promote this and post it to the people that we know, it's like, who's out there listening? Mm-hmm. I mean, a bunch I of know. creeps It pops up for me. Probably. But I think I follow you guys, so it'll pop up when the new episode goes Do you on. listen to it? Uh, Have you rated our podcast? Yeah, the last, the last. I'm on Spotify. I put little questions. Can you comment on Spotify? You can comment. Are you depressed? Yes or no? (laughs) Depressed that this car doesn't have their lights on. Oh. And they're just kind of driving. Oh, now they've stopped in the middle of the road. Nope, they started moving. See, this would be a great opportunity to volunteer your time to help them. Why would I want to do that? That sounds dangerous. I also have the thing where I just don't trust people. So maybe that stems from other reasons why I don't choose to help. How long has this truck been next to us? The whole time. Probably about 30 minutes. Are they also making a podcast? Probably. <laughs> In the uh, handicapped spot. <laughs> illegally parked. Alright, bye bye. Thank no. you everyone for listening to this Thanks. podcast with our two guest speakers. Tyler and Tristan. Wow, I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you See y'all. So happy to be here. Bye.